Network with the Black Flavor Magazine. My name is Jamal Jackson. I got a special guest on the show today. We got Ashton Morton. Ashton Morton, what's good? How you doing, bro? Yo, yo, yo. I'm good. I'm good, man. It's blessed to be on this side, man. I don't it all. It's, it's, it's definitely a blessing to have you on the show. This was a highly anticipated interview, for sure, for sure. Mature and grow, you know, past what my 
the, the good areas, the bad areas. I just feel like, um, just one in general is kind of where they city set up. It's like, it's, it's always a flip side to every city in Florida. Like, you got the, the love, the, the nice area, the tourist area, but then right across the tra- tracks, you got, like, you know, just what it is. It's like, you know, yeah, I feel like it's just everywhere, you know, just like how it is. But I'm just thinking Florida people, you just think, like, uh, more, it's more the tourist areas, more the beach sides, but it's always that flip side to it as well, so.
that they was just they was just amazed by it. They was like, whoa, and it made me feel like y'all like like accepted, you know what I'm saying? And so that kind of really what started me uh, on that path. Um, but I always been around music. Like my mom, my dad was actually a choir director, a songwriter. My grandma was a singer, and my auntie was a singer. Um, so I've been around music my whole life. Um, but like the the actual writing aspect started with poetry. I think I was like. Um, Around eight years old when I started writing poetry, and then you know once you get to middle school, it kind of it changes a little bit more because you want to go to what's cooler. So that that switched to rap, and then um, you know from there it was pretty much learning how to like really as a teen when I got like more high school it was more of an outlet, just dealing with, just talking about what I was dealing with at the time, and you know, it just felt like a great outlet for me. And it's just also one of those things that I was good at, like it's just something about that confidence that it brings you when you actually are good at something. You know what I'm saying? Because it ain't really many. It wasn't. It's not. Many outlets where I'm from. So you pretty much got sports, you got like band, and um, you know, that's really it. Like, you got wrestling and track and all that, but if there ain't no type of sports activity, it's really just, it's negativity for real. So, you know, that was something that always kept me in a good mind state and really kept me out of trouble a lot of times. So that was what I was inspired by. But I, like I said, I grew up this to a variety of music, like from gospel, RB, of course, rap, of course, you know, the people I'm from. Legends of Florida, but even on top of that, I went back and studied. So you know, I went to where it started, the East Coast. You know, the the, the rise, the you know, what I'm saying the Nas, all that. So I went and studied that, oh, yeah. and um, just studied everybody in my area. My mom's from Texas, so I also got a Texas influence in it. So you know, what I'm saying all the the goats from that that Houston area, and all, you know. So I, I kind of really studied everybody from where I'm at to the West Coast. You know, and I was influenced by all of them. It all kind of plays some type of role in, you know, my listening. It's pretty much, you know, <clears throat> sound like you just did a lot of history and um, research on different things, and it just it helps shape and mold you into the artists that you are. Yeah, that's that's. I feel like um, we all we all uh, piggyback off what was what come before. So that was my thing. I always wanted to at least be aware of, and not saying that I like all the music, but I want to be aware of what was before me.
prostitution, drugs, you know what I'm saying, and things along those lines. And in water, you said that ain't your dog if he ain't pushing you to do better. Um, talk about like the theory behind that and why why you decide to to uh, to glorify something like that instead of that ain't your dog if he ain't showing you how to hold the strap or how to keep the dope. Just a 
contrast, you know, within what you just said as far as um what's the the art it was the art the honeycomb brazy. Um you know, thinking about the things he glorifies in his music. And uh, again, you know, the youth they look at it, they they put their headphones on and they rock out to it. But the whole time you know, as far as when we think about going out like a crash dummy, look at the situation you can cause your family to get into because of your actions and your decisions. Yeah. Um, or even thinking about the situation, I don't know if you've seen that video with Cardi B when uh, she was playing the, the, the WAP song, the WAP song. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. As soon as a baby girl came in, she turned it off. But it's like you misleading the other kids. Well, what about, you, you know... Exactly, exactly. You want you want to put that on for your own child. So why would you, you know, say put that out for the world for the world should pretty much it's, it's crazy, man. And, and you know, I me personally I feel like it's something at the end of the day there's nothing we can do because it's already been said as far as all the, the rappers who came before us, the ones who are rapping today and they're putting this out. So it's nothing we can do as far as changing that because they, you know, the babies have already heard it. Shit, we didn't hear it. We was the babies at a point in time. Just like, you know, when you do paint that picture and paint that story, what direction are we gonna take it in after that? Exactly, exactly. And that's that's my biggest thing. Like I'm I'm not one of person that's just gonna overly preach about Yo, we need to not talk about this, this, and that because I also feel like it is the space where certain things do need to be talked about. You know what I'm saying? Because what happens in society is try to act like these things don't go on, and they actually do. But it's also, like you said, it's the direction that we take it in and how we go about doing it. You know what I'm saying? That's going to make or break what it really is. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, it is our reality. It is things we're going to. So we're going through. So, um,. I do feel like it is something we need to talk about, but, you know, like we just said, it's just, we're, we're directional, we're gonna take it in. No, that's, that's 100%, man, 100%. Um, and also, just speaking back on water, the storyline, can you tell us the theory behind that and uh, how everything came to part? So, um, when we, when we sat down, the, the EP that it came from was actually my last EP, um, I think, this last June, and uh, this was actually during the time of like the pandemic, like in the heat of the pandemic. And I was really the only reason why I released the EP. I was kind of sitting back on music for a little while, and my fans was kind of hitting me like, "Yo, we need, we need something, we need, we need you to hear something from you." Uh, so I put out an EP. And it's called Care Package, and it represents pretty much um, like if anybody would play Call of Duty or any any big type of military, you know, like a care package, like when you're in warfare, it's something that that drops down for you and it pretty much helps you get through your battles pretty much and uh that was really the my whole thing with the project it's just you know it ain't, it ain't something that's gonna change nobody's life but it's something that i wanted to put out because i felt like we was I, we still at war i definitely felt like we was at war at that time because everybody in the house all you're doing is sitting with your thoughts you know what i'm saying um you had the, the whole stuff that was going on with society all the, the cop killing and all that so it was just like it was a lot going on so i knew a lot of people were at war and uh you know i wanted to you know help the soldiers out pretty much and give them something to help them out and uh storyline we put out the uh the, it was three songs off of the project and we turned them in a video for them and uh it was a care package short film um uh, with the storyline we kind of me uh my wife 
shopping video, uh, Mitchell Cole, we all sat down and really kind of came up with the, the plan and ideas where we wanted to go and really just brainstormed, tossed, tossed in a lot, tossed out a lot. And, um, you know, that that's what we ended up going with. So, um, with each video, I tried to speak on some different part of society. Um, so you have this character, and this character is not, yeah, I play this character, but this is not my story in, in, in this uh, video. Um, this guy's pretty much struggling financially, and um, he goes to, like, pretty much these, these guys, uh, he, you know, he don't have no other way to pretty much eat his bread, so he started, you know, handling his business, doing what he do, uh, you know, slang or whatever, and um, he ends up getting robbed. And so, of course, when that happens, you still got to pay, pay the person that fronted you back. So he didn't have the money to pay him back. And then that's why we already started off the way it started, you know what I'm saying? Because the dude pretty much snatched him up and was like, yo, I need my money. So what you gonna do? Um, luckily he had a close friend so which is uh, played by my homie One Drew. Um, he's also a rapper, he's also a part of AMB as well. And um, luckily he was well also, he was able to help him out financially and uh, get him out of jail. And then at the end of the video, they pretty much get pulled over by the cops. And um, you know, it was a situation where somebody got shot. And in the end of that last video, you pretty much see which one I don't know if it's to those who haven't seen where the last video talk. You see who ended up making out that situation live and who didn't. But, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things just talking about, you know, our society, that's my reality. And uh, I grew up in a very, very, like, racist area. So these things were very real to me when you talk about, like, uh, you know, the cop killers and all that. That, that was a reality thing because I had been harassed by police ever since I was a kid. You know what I'm saying? And, these things to me, it was really light. It wasn't even nothing new. It was something else kind of old. You know, I just think the light just finally got shed on a lot of things at one period of time. And I don't believe all the, I don't believe in the motives behind a lot of the, um, a lot of the companies that was back in it. But, you know, it's definitely a reality. And um, it definitely was a conversation that, that, that conversation sparked and a conversation that needed to be had. So I just wanted to put that in the visuals, you know, especially what was going on at the time and include that as well. But um, yeah, man, that's, that's kind of how everything came together. That's good. I think, uh, and that even plays in part to uh, to to uh, a song you dropped called Growth War. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the most recent song. You said uh, been been through the test. That's why I got a testimony. Sir, sir. So just hearing all that, I think mean, you know those 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 lines that you speak grow like bars. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's kind of like I always tell people with my music, I, I treat it like a journal, journal, you know what I'm saying? I feel like I'm just literally writing as my life goes and kind of like just telling literally my life and what I see and what I experience. Uh, both four, like, which is um, one of my most favorite tracks right now, it means a lot to me. Uh, especially when I'm speaking on that track, I feel like it's so, so, so relevant uh, to everything that's going on right now. And um, I'm actually working on the EP because um, Ghost Boy, like pretty much with that, it was a mixtape series. It started as a mixtape series um, when I was still staying in Florida. I feel like that's the first one that kind of got me some eyes pretty much in my own time. They kind of made people outside of my regular circle kind of like tune in. Um, and then we kind of continued the series and I had stopped. Like I think the last one, like three was, I, I stopped in like 2018 and I hadn't continued it from then. But um, I found I found myself back in that same space again, and um, I'm continuing now with the EP. So Go Four is actually the, the song title for the EP Go Four that's dropping um, on the 26th and next one. And um, you know, Go pretty much is always speaking on like my my life growth, my personal growth, and it's gonna be pretty perspective. 
have a future perspective. And um, it also uh, displays some of my musical growth. So I'm gonna step, I'm, like a lot of times, stepping outside of the box um, in my usual sound, you know what I'm saying? That's why I go for the song sounds so musical, you know what I'm saying? I wanted to bring something that people are not gonna expect. And it's even gonna be even more than that on the EP. Like, it's, it's, uh, I'm, I'm gonna go some, some different ways. It's gonna be crazy, and I'm excited for that project. Sure, we definitely look forward to it, I, and I can tell within Growth for I can see um, there was a, a different transition as far as um, the other projects that you put out. Yeah, Speak about um, you know, what was that transition like leaving Florida, leaving home to go to Atlanta? That transition was crazy, man. Um, the time when I moved up, I was actually staying in Pensacola, uh, which is a little bit further west um, than where I grew up at, um, like kind of heading towards the Louisiana area. Mm-hmm. But, um, it, you know, it's like at the tip of Florida. But I think um, we had talked about the move. Uh, you know, I just wanted to expand. I don't necessarily feel like you have to move to another city to, to expand on the music tip, but I feel like for me it was necessary because I, I just wanted to focus my mind back again. I, I needed to get it to a new environment that helped that push me, that forced me to get back in my mood. Um, and, you know, we, we was in, in between moving to Texas, moving further down south of Miami, or moving to Atlanta. And I um, kind of moved out Miami first because, you know, I kind of, I kind of been a Florida my whole life, so I, I know what pretty much Florida has to offer for me. And I definitely wanted to try something new out. I kind of moved out of Texas, um, also because my mom was from Texas, so I kind of knew what that was going to offer. Um, Atlanta is pretty much all, you know, it's, it's, it's exactly what people think it is. It's the black Hollywood, it's the black entrepreneurship city of the South, of the South, I say that, but uh, it, it's definitely, it, it's, it has to offer what you come to the city to look for, whether that be good or bad, you know what I'm saying? But, um, that move was crazy because we moved without like really any pre-thought. It was more just on the spiritual level. You know, we both was like, yes, yeah, that time it's time to move. And we only had like maybe a thousand saved up. And uh, we moved up here. She got a uh, my wife got a job, and pretty much we found the place to stay that same exact day the day we moved up here. And it was kind of like bouncing from place to place, bouncing around. So. Being up here, I've even been homeless a couple times being up here, but the grind itself had, like, that's when it went times 10, um, because I had, I kind of took away all of my, my liabilities, and so it was kind of like, this is now we're never with this, and I got to make something happen, and it kind of really made me grind, and, like, build my network, um, really um, learn how to perform live in front of people, um, you know, expand even out of the city, out of the state, out of the United States. And, you know, it was just a level up for me. But it was definitely a rough patch when we first started. But, you know, that's what, that's what it ended up being for me, man. It was, it was definitely a blessing. That's lit. That's, you know, a lot, a lot of times people don't understand, you know, taking that leap of faith to, to, to do what you need to do. So, um, man, well, that's a journey right there for real. Oh, yeah, man. It's, 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 been, a, it's been a ride for sure, but... It's all been worth it, man. Like, uh, I wouldn't take away no part of this story. That's lit. So, um, I know you spoke about, like, some up-and-coming EPs you're working on. What can we expect from you? Yeah, for sure. You definitely, um, uh, bouncing off the visuals that I, that I did last year. You're going to expect some, some more visuals, some great visuals. 
Mama Drew. That's one. That's one of my my, my my friends in the music. He's probably had me. That's my guy. That's really my fam. We're doing a collab EP um, the month after in April, and that's dropping on the thirtieth. It's called In Due Time. Um, so definitely expect some more from that as well. Um, some more visuals from that coming. Um, definitely working on some uh, virtual shows as well as live shows um, that we put together. That's another thing that we're into that we that we do. We put together some events from time to time. Um, of course, with COVID, that kind of slowed a lot of that down. But um, it's starting to open up a little bit, so we're gonna like test the water out and see what we can get. Um, but yeah, if everything goes as planned, um, definitely expect the tour. Um, you know, depending on, of course, how, how COVID affects everything. But um, in 2019, we actually did our first international tour. We went to South France, Netherlands, Toronto, and uh, Winnipeg, and, you know, of course, some of the states as well. And that was all really based off of just our strength of our networking and, um, you know, just a bit of, like, just being dope, dope, being talented, pretty much. You know what I'm saying? Because at the level I was by then, even at level now, that I, some of those stages, those platforms that I performed at, I shouldn't have been able to do it because all of those was festivals. And, um, you know, it was just, just goes to show that the hard work does pay off and you don't have to, like, you don't have to chase all these clouds and try to get to where you're trying to get to. You know what I'm saying? You can get there by your hard work and your motivation and your talent. And, um, you know, we're just going to continue building off of that. Um, hopefully, I have my, my concert coming soon. We're still working on a date for that. But it's definitely going to be a virtual concert. concert and I'm looking into a virtual release party. So I'm going to keep everybody, you know, um, you know, updated on the dates when that is. But, yeah, that's what you can expect from this year. Show for sure, you know, Black Sputter Magazine gonna stay on top of that, so we definitely look forward to it. Um, where, where can people keep up with you at? You can follow me on all social platforms at it's Ashton Martin, that's it's Ashton Martin, all spelled correctly, and um, Ashton is A-S-H-T-O-N, and you know, just link me up. Every 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 social platform there is, that's it, even my YouTube, that's, that's my YouTube, it's all it's Ashton Martin. Y'all heard it yourself. Ashton Martin, this was a, a interview with a lot of bombs on it. It had a lot of a lot of knowledge. We dropped a lot of knowledge. Ashton Martin, I appreciate you coming by on Black Flavor Magazine. It was an honor to have you. It was an honor to be here, man. I appreciate you having me for sure. Yes, sir. This is Jamal Jackson. We're signing out. Black Flavor Magazine. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. <laughs>